Hi, welcome to the <laughs> Creative Explorers podcast. We're working on our new recording system. I'm Rachel Shores, and I'm with Laume. I'm a, a a watercolor artist working on my travel stories and my book about being a solo traveler in my 20s to see the world. I'm hoping that it will inspire others to follow their craziest, wildest dreams. And I think this is kind of why we started our podcast as well, is to kind of ignore the the noise of the world and do what lights us up, I hope. And I'm with Lame here. Yeah, oh, I see. yeah it's a bit <laughs> weird today because it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> this recording is <laughs> so really fixed us up. But it's chaotic as usual. So I'm also an artist in Germany and I'm uh, at the moment working on a large text hub project and also writing a novel and illustrating it and yeah <laughs> and Yay. trying to figure out life yeah. <laughs> minor detail minor detail yeah nice. exactly. um, we yeah and we have a what a weird proposal today what like usually we have an idea usually we have a big strong well i don't know what we usually do but today's plan <laughs> Is I feel like it's less uh, hashed out than usual, but we really wanted to continue on this conversation about community, mm-hmm. and a few more things came up, some revelations, some insights, some stories, and we're just going to go through them and see where it takes us, and we wanted you along on the journey, so to uh, come on, come to the conclusions that we come to together, and... Is that is that what you were thinking, Lome? Did I say it? Oh, I don't know how to how to define. I don't know. It. I think it's a diff, difficult topic, community, because we keep talking about this, and you have communities online, and you have, you know, and we you have communities where you live. But is this really what we think of as community? Maybe we should try to explore this a bit more, because I think it's my feeling that we all want to belong, but. And we have no idea how this works. Great <laughs> <laughs> community. What what is out there as community is mostly something very conditional that you have to fit in. We spoke about this last time about belonging and fitting in. And I think real community doesn't demand of you to fit in to change how how and who you are. I think a real community would just be there for everyone. And I think. It just thrives on the idea of, of the d- diversity. That's what I imagine. Oh, mm. That would sound perfect. <laughs> I could be as weird and eccentric and still be part of that community. Just imagine. And I don't have to wash my hair. or <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny when, when you talk about, you know, communities and expectations. Like, I remember the first time I met, uh, you know, I, I was raised without wearing makeup, right? And that was a that was a supposedly some character higher character thing if you didn't wear makeup. But I, and then when I met a, my a friend that did and like lived in, like the first friend that like did and lived and like she couldn't leave her house without wearing makeup and it was just such a different shock to me of like what, the expectations and how we show up like literally show up to the world and you know her her way was you know, a nice full face of makeup. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think what what really 
what I think, what really puts me down is always this need to fit in and not being good enough, as if the, the communities we know define what's good and what's not. Yeah. And that's, is that a community that's made up? Yeah, I don't know. I think the members should make the community and that one leader who defines what's good and what's bad. Or some, I don't know, tradition, we call it tradition, some crazy tradition we have for, I don't know, hundreds of years. It's crazy, but we keep keep having it <laughs> and keep following it. And I don't know if that really is what community should be made of. I think it's, made of all the differences and all the talents and all, all the enthusiasm and the ideas of each one of us, of our yeah. life experiences and how we are in this world. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we've, I feel like the definition of community has been changed and that we are kind of rebelling against the way we've been raised and are mm -hmm. trying to go back to the original of what actually feeds you know, a person as by being in a community. Because when I think community, <laughs> I always think of like Edward Scissorhands mm -hmm. and the oh, movie, yeah. you know, the movie with the like all the ticky tacky houses and every house is all the same and everyone has their schedule and everyone acts the same and is the same. And, and, and now you are, you know, in this safe little bubble of a place. And that's how I always thought of, you know, what everyone saw as the ideal community. And it was just so stifling to me mm -hmm. and I and is and but I see it more common you know like in the times that we moved from place to place you know as a child there was this certain way that everybody acts in the community you were moved into and this is the new way you have to you know be and show up and dress and the the activities you have to join you know like when I really wanted to be part of high school I tried out for sports I hate sport like and I try I try I was like let's try track maybe I can like that maybe I can like volleyball maybe I can like but no it was just oh it was just such a drag for me mm -hmm. to try to be part of something I did not care about <laughs> and try to show the interest like you know and 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 don't say that out loud in a you know the sport you know school spirit <laughs> high school that you don't care about a sports oh you know but you know what comes to my mind now what kind of benefit are if you we speak of benefit to the community what kind of benefit is a mediocre basketball player <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of benefit is a, a tremendous artist i mean honestly <laughs> really <laughs> i mean yeah that's that's so crazy isn't it? and we think i think it's all conditional we really think we should fit in and everybody thinks that that's that's why we never change the system it's just keeps going and going and going and now i'm thinking of my track time as my my mediocre track year yeah that was definitely i am not a runner oh my goodness it just and i just tortured myself i just come in last i didn't understand pacing i just ran <laughs> Because you thought you would benefit the community. Just imagine now, I would ask you, what kind of talents do you have? And you could, I don't know, you could offer to the community what it would be running. I don't know. It wouldn't be accounting and, and, or something like this. Or, uh, or something. Yeah. It would be really stupid to use me as a... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and yeah, oh... 
can we before we get too sidetracked can we can will you read the the thing that kind of inspired our yes, exactly. talk for today exactly we still have it really inspires me so much it's still this book belonging by uh Turner, and i think it's this belong and this belonging you said it's it kind of resembles a pretty crown says and yeah. I think it's true and but this is um about her life and her um experience and that makes it so valuable in a different way and so i think pretty crown and this is very similar but she also talks about create tending a village she calls it and um she also describes how she tried to make community and she had then she realized she has no idea how to do it and no one had an, she met with those people and no one had any idea how to create community <laughs> and then she realized it's something she has to practice and mm -hmm. um, this is what she thinks a community needs <laughs> and uh, the first one is reciprocity i think that's true so not in a way of um i give you I don't know, a cookie and you give me a cookie back. I think it doesn't work like that. But it's reciprocity. Maybe it's a mindset. I don't know. We can talk about this. Mm -hmm. um, and also shared values. Um, then it's circles and rituals. She says that strengthens, strengthens the bonds of community. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We need to make frequent excuses together in circles to celebrate. Oh, I like that. Ah. <laughs> uh, eldership. Oh, I like that. When you, just imagine you had someone wise you could go to, mm -hmm. and this person wouldn't speak from I don't know from some crazy tradition, but from real experience and wisdom and from the heart. Mm -hmm. That would be nice, and you would be seen by this person. And oh, I like that. Yeah, seeing and being seen. That's the next. Um, I'm writing all these down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then she says, becoming a lowland. I think we have to figure out what she means with that. <laughs> becoming a what? A low? Lowland. Lowland. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's a quote by Rumi. Where, where lowland is, that's where water goes. Mm -hmm. All medicine wants is pain to cure. I think it has something to do with healing, so we'll figure that out. <laughs> and then she has um, leaving well, that when you want to leave a community, I think. Mm -hmm. So it's you don't have to stay there, so you, you're not really incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, be the longing. Be the what? Be the longing. Instead of always asking where do I belong, mm. a questionnaire is based in shortage. Consider reversing your definition of the word from a noun to a verb, in which belonging becomes a practice of generosity, as in I belong myself to that which I love. I belong to what I love. Mm -hmm. And that's what she puts down as essential for in her experience for creating community and i think that's we can borrow that because i have no idea how to do that exactly ah uh, i love it
Yeah, when yeah, when we were thinking about community and talking, uh, I was thinking of, um, you know, my first being raised in church versus mm -hmm. later on. And one of the things with that was how you're oh, being the expectations you said you had said something about expectations yeah i think part or of conditions the, yeah conditions and expectations so in order it feels like far too often when you want to be part of community there's some expectation how you should behave and there's a condition where just when when you go without makeup then you belong to us mm. that's not real belonging is it i mean yeah yeah when I think a real community would be, yeah, we have this weird lady who really <laughs> has, I don't know, pink hair and really wears a lot of makeup, but she's, she's our weird lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. She loves us. She's part of our community and she makes this community unique because she, she's, it's also her energy that is part of this. <laughs> Yeah, I remember one of my biggest disappointments when there was a, a a cult I really wanted to join. You know, I was like, you know, it was going to be a commune living and sharing everything, and nobody owns anything, and nobody, you know. And I thought it was it. I was so excited, and then I then I saw the warning signs. And one of the saddest parts to me was when one of the ladies was saying how we are demonstrating to the world that we are a community. Therefore, mm -hmm. we all want to look. And dress similar. Oh, no. so we all want to wear the similar colors. And so this lady had had given me a skirt. She's like, "This doesn't match our community standards because oh, no. the coloring is too bright." And it was just this beautiful. Oh, it was the most beautiful skirt, and I loved it, and I treasured it for years. And it was like, so, and that's when I I was just like, "Oh, you have to literally dull your colors to be part of this community." Oh, like, no. like yeah, I understand it. Like what? Yeah, some people like some people love and feel comfortable in black and white you know that's that that's them and then they're forced to wear color and then versus the other people that are gonna love neon and pinks and they're gonna be for oh i was so that was to me was just this crushing moment i got a really beautiful skirt out of it but just the just to see that skirt get given away is still one of my favorite oh it was oh. just so beautiful the color the the pinks and purples and oh, yeah God. and yeah <laughs> I think this is terrible when I think we have on the list shared values, but I don't think wearing the same stuff is shared values. I think shared values is being, I don't know, um, kind and, and caring for nature. Something like this would be, could be that you say, okay. And then you don't, if you share those values, when you have people who care for the, I don't know, for sustainable clothing, for example, then you share that value and you don't have to tell people, oh, don't buy that. Yeah. You're not allowed to wear that. You know, that's, I think that's at the heart of it. So there's a yeah. shared value. So maybe we we eat healthy. So you don't have to force it upon someone because you need just, I don't know, just some, some yeah. idea. Of, yeah the, you know it's really now I'm just thinking of clothes and community because I've also been in the office that were like I, I remember one time I went to an art show and there was a whole bunch of artists there and every artist was just dressed re, not ridiculous that should have been the, my word but just really outland like outlandish you know and and like I've 
not been an outlandish dressing artist. People note that my art, my style is weird, you know, different. But like even in this artisty art, I knew like just by being there and how I had chose what I had brought and and I had worn something that I felt was outlandish enough, you know. But I was like, even then I was like, oh, to be part of this artist community, I have to be like out there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think that's it. So that it includes and also excludes, I think. Yeah. Maybe, is it really worth it to exclude someone because of clothing? I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. sad, isn't it? I would rather have a community that's based really on shared values or reciprocity yeah. instead of clothing. <laughs> oh, oh, I dress outlandish. Kind of, yeah, come in, come in here. You, you fit in. <laughs> And then you have all this competition in the end, and you don't. Really yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Even though that, even though that wasn't even part of the topic, even though it wasn't even. But I really felt like, you know, that each person was just trying to, you know, let it be known. You know, I am, I am, you know, an artist. That's very weird. I'm a very strange. You know, I'm a very different. But I think this is a good example. Just imagine you have these people and. You have this kind of, you build this community of artists and the only rule is dress as we do. <laughs> and you just imagine, so there's nothing, there's no reciprocity, there's no um, eldership, there's no, what she says, no shared values, there's just dress like us. <laughs> and I think that's not enough. It's really not enough to, to have a community. Maybe it looks, to the outside, it looks like, yeah, we are all the same, but well, we are not. And yeah. if that's... Um, an expectation that makes it weird. I mean, when you share values and by chance everybody dresses the same, that's fine, but it's really a requirement that makes it weird. Yeah. And then, you know, another uh, now I'm now I'm, now I'm just into clothes now because now I'm thinking I there was a, I'm thinking of a, one of my family friends. He had his style of dressing. Uh, he looked Amish. All the time, and he would all he would always people just had the assumption about who he was and what he believed just because he like and it, and I don't know you know it just worked out that way he he always had he had this very big long beard you know he had these wire spectacles he had um I, I get he'd that. often wear a straw hat and then he didn't like he hated for some reason his his thing was he hated collars he didn't like how collars looked or something so he he had all these like non collared shirts. And yeah, he looked, and he was old, so he he did. He looked very Amish, and <laughs> and it was funny because he always got like pulled into or excluded depending on who he who was seeing him <laughs> based on how he was dressing. Uh, I think clo clothing is something very cultural, so it can define us. I think that's part of it, but I I think it it shouldn't be a requirement to be part of a community. <laughs> that's that's weird. So it's easy to buy a set of clothing and then say yeah. I'm, I'm like this <laughs> but if it's yeah. really a shared value I when you go to a concert when I go to a concert of a band I really love it, it always turns out that those yeah there is some similarity between me and those people how we but it's not that, that we wear the same clothes but there's something that you can say oh if somehow it's but it I think this is not because we know what to wear but because it's really something we treasure or some it's really maybe some shared value it could be yeah, it yeah yeah. So, so community takes something in common. So it's like, yeah, if you live in the same area, now you have, 
your what's in common is just location. I think that's not enough. I think it's really not enough. That's what we think now. I think um, just to to live in a live in an area or to share the same occupation like being an artist is not enough. It's, okay. Because yeah, because that was the other thing. Because then it's then there's also being an artist. I feel like it's it's, its own chance to have community. And but it's so not. are we going to be trying to like cross communities is that our goal because like I think it's really I think she ha she's right because I have this experience with um a, some kind of artist community just a short story so when I came here I thought oh I just look for, for, for yeah to meet someone artists I wasn't yeah I really thought I'm an artist and I could get on with other artists so I found this community thing and was a few older people and I was part of that it was horrible it was really <laughs> horrible all they did all we had in common was that we put paint on some surface that's what it really was the only thing everything else was just catastrophic and that's yeah there were no shared values there was no reciprocity there was no kindness and even though though those people were much older than me there was no eldership <laughs> there was nothing it was mm -hmm. really just um egocentric stuff like I'm the leader and whatever you your ideas are are nothing it's mm. and it was really put down because I just came forward with an idea maybe it was a stupid one maybe not but this guy who thought himself as a leader he wrote me very long emails about how bad this idea was <laughs> here's how it's bad and why it's bad and, <laughs> and why he's so much better than me and what's so bad about it yeah Oh my goodness! And then I said, "Okay, yeah, I, 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 I don't really, yeah, we see your point, but let's talk about this on the phone." And he never called me back. I even tried to call him, and oh, time, and then he left, and that was the last of it. That's not sad. I'm sorry, but this is really not it. So, so yeah, <laughs> And I've had that. Ex I've had well, not that exact experience, but I've had experiences with local art communities, and what I've. And this list is very helpful to help me understand what wasn't yeah. working because it's like with the local and it was similar where it's like the local communities to me was like a very specific style. You know, okay. it's realism, exactly. realism, landscape and still lifes. And as long as you're that, then you're wonderful artists and you're welcome. But like the exploration part or the curiosity part or or just making mistakes, like this is the thing. That's so disappointing to me. Like when you talk about, oh, I had this idea. Well, who cares if it's a terrible idea? Let's yeah. let's all just talk about it and see, you know, how yeah. like terrible ideas bring in <laughs> other ideas, you know? Oh, and you, can... <laughs> you know what this terrible idea was? So we wanted to have some some we wanted to get generate some money because we had to pay for, for a room. And then I had this idea to have this kind of art market before Christmas and that was mm -hmm. a terrible <laughs> hey, Louise. I mean evil it was evil because <laughs> yeah. you're trying to monetize on Christmas maybe no because I had this idea to also have some uh, crafts people coming there and that was sacrilege oh yeah yeah because crafting isn't art oh, and you, can't, you can't be mingling with craft people no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah I, I know it was evil so Jeez, yeah. Louise see that's that's sad and like oh like i knit i do 
I've done some craft stuff. I love craft. It's I the textile art I embroider. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think it's silly. And <laughs> yeah, oh, and that could have been yeah, and like that could have brought in so much more other. That could have been brought in a whole other audience. Yeah, sure. like crafts who you know maybe some people don't want to pay for paintings this is one of the things that i find encouraging is like some you know you know if you can figure out how to create function something functional functional art people have a, a second excuse to buy it you know like yeah a painting is pretty but you have to it has to match your furniture or your decor or you have to yeah. frame it and you know there's a lot of hang-ups i think to buying art i do not actually buy art art or i don't hang art <laughs> But if I can find a coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, and I, I like the idea. You could, We could have, I mean, honestly, the art wasn't that. It was just, as you said, some flowers and landscapes and some very, you know, the decorative stuff. Yeah, it's fine. But, I mean, come on, it wasn't <laughs> that, yeah, special. <laughs> uh, I feel, okay. I don't know if this is a side tangent, but what is like, what is with, why do, like, this isn't the only time I've heard or thought or had other people say the same thing. You got art and, and, and then like this, this realism and still life thing. And there's something, is it limiting? Is that why we don't, is it? exact same thing we spoke last uh, uh we spoke last time we spoke about this um archery scene in berlin and i think it's the exact same thing those people don't show up vulnerable they just do mm. it's like basically it's like a craft itself i mean they oh, just yeah. what, what, it's just handicraft it's just painting a flower there's no no real there's nothing in it there's no vulnerability in it there's no mm. life experience in it it's just what you see is and that's it and that's mm -hmm. for me Speaking of shared values, for me, art is so much more. It's about, as I this quote we just said, art is um, I've forgotten that. Art is uh -huh. um, um, is it maintaining humanity? I I wrote down humanity. I, yeah, the quote I wrote down from you is, "Art is the place to cultivate humanity." Exactly, it's cultivate humanity, and I think that's it. And for me, art is like that, and it's not about pretty pictures where you get validation. Oh, you painted this flower so wonderfully. It's about it's much more. It's also about com community because that's something I I give, and I think far too often when it comes to art, it's like I demand something. But then I thought, is it really true? When I I'm in in my studio for hours for for months. And I, 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 it's not about me. When I want to talk about me, I go to therapy or, I, or write my journal. But this is about communication. And then I offer this to the world. If, it, if the world wants it or not, that's fine. But it's not me demanding something. Far too often we are told that we demand time and space. Is, is this really true? Yeah. I think <clears throat> I got, I had a, one thing that had helped me understand my, disdain is probably too strong a word but like the the why i didn't like the feelings i got for being complimented for pretty art i was watching emma i think it was and from the 90s mm -hmm. and her thing was you know she's uh there's a part in there where one of the girls is is this great painter or whatever mm. and 
and she paint and it's just beautiful little things and she decorates china and she makes these little mm-hmm. birds and soup sweet little portraits and all this stuff and um it was so <laughs> I I saw that there I was like oh this is what I don't like about being praised as an artist because it was like it was like this it was part of that like finishing perfection you know sweet dainty girl like oh you can paint you can paint flowers and birds and put it on china and that's that's your area because that's delicate and it's pretty and it's you know that's the that's the that's the art that we approve of you know and then you'd go next to that with the finishing and the school and manners and you know being wearing your corsets and and playing piano like that's your range <laughs> and like yeah and I've never like I have paint I have literally I well I've guess I I've painted one I've painted one um I, I guess I've do two okay it's a small handful but I I can think of three right now actual you know watercolor still lifes like mm. on purpose and I am it's one of the things I stay so far away from and it's just because of that, I have such a fear, I guess, of being put into this, oh, you know, of being accepted as, you know, oh, you are a proper, you're a proper lady now because you make very pretty watercolor florals, you know? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that's also something, art can be seen as a community and this kind of art as well. And, and maybe it has to do with our other topic, rebellion. <laughs> I don't want that and I want to, I'm an artist it, it doesn't matter if I paint flowers or whatever it's just what I do I, I'm in the studio and I create art and that I think that must be enough <laughs> to be considered an artist maybe I'm, an, I'm not a good one maybe I'm not a successful one but I'm an artist yeah, and I, yeah. that should be it and and when, when when I think of the perfect art community it would be where we support each other and the value would be to, to put out some art that's authentic and that's an offering in a way that's vulnerable and that comes from someplace deep within, no matter how it looks. If someone paints flowers, maybe you paint flowers, but they speak about some 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 healing you're you're going through. I don't know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's about the how, how you do it. And yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. And it's it's funny to me because like I think about that with flowers, flower paintings and stuff. And I love I absolutely love flower paintings. And I actually want like one of my big dreams is to have this giant beautiful painting of a flower in my living room. Like that one day I will paint the right flower. <laughs> Like like Georgia O'Keeffe, yeah, yeah, different from those delicate. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's so funny. Like I think I think hope I think it relates to the whole like, um, what you wear as well. Like if, mm-hmm. like I feel like it relates to that conversation because it's like, yeah, that like there's nothing wrong with. Wearing lace and pastels and stuff, yeah. if that's if that's what makes you feel your best, but like, don't make the tomboy wear it either, kind of thing. And it's like, I feel like that's kind of where I'm at with my art, and and also just a thought. I feel like I still kind of failed that a little bit because yeah, I didn't do my flowers, but I did these um, kind of children's book illustrations growing up, and that was like my that was that was my escape and my outlet and I I I was 
painting, this intention about community and, and togetherness and working together and this whole fantasy world. And it was adorable and just cute and happy and nothing but mischief and just, you know, sweet, you know. And and I lived that. I lived in that for, oh, geez, for 10, 10 years. That was like my only style or, or more, you know. And it finally came to a point where some suddenly I was getting approval for this sweetness and I was like wait a minute <laughs> what's the time to move on I think yeah children's illustration but if it doesn't suit you anymore then you should move on and I think that's what we do as artists we don't stick with it because it's successful or because mm. someone likes it or because we can that's not my value as an artist so I would, would, would have to I, I need an artist community where this is our shared value that art is it's about art and not about setting. It's about yeah. it. I love, yeah. And let me, so my thing for art and community is like, I see it as exploration and discovery like and deep diving and healing. like, he, yeah, healing and, pull, and like yeah. pulling up all these thoughts and uncovering just emotions and spiritual uh not yeah. beliefs but oh my goodness that that lights me up and that to me is my, my purpose and my thing for art and that's who i would love to find yeah that's me too but far too often we you have this community and it's conditional and it's all about the ego and it's all about competition and i'm my my flowers are prettier than yours and stuff like that and I think, oh my god i don't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, and the one that gets me with the realism community is like the the closer it looks to a photograph, the better it is. Yeah. And to me, at some point, I'm like, okay, that's an amazing talent. It's super impressive. And the patience it took and the time it yeah, took sure. is amazing. But we have the technology to just blow up a photograph now. Like, why did, why? <laughs> I mean, you can do it when it's really something it's your way of expressing something deep yeah. within and your way of communicating something that's important to you, then, oh gosh, do it. Or if it's your hobby and you really like it, but yeah, it's really showing up vulnerable and maybe it's for people, it's so much easier. That's what I thought about when, when I have people coming over and looking at my work and I really thought about this, maybe it has nothing to do with community, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, sometimes I'm, I'm so disappointed when, you show this stuff and they just stay so silent. I don't know if you know that. If you have experienced that, when, when you show something and they don't say a single word. And I really thought about it because I had some experiences like that. And I, by now I figured out it's not me. It's not only me who has to show up vulnerable, but them as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when the more intense some artwork is and the more it talks about healing, about personal stuff, the more demanding it is to look at it. And to be yeah. to open up to it. That's what I thought. Maybe that's oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that is a perfect thing to put, uh, keep in mind because mm -hmm. you know I think I think such a you know they I think it's outdated now. But you think about the Warshak tests, you know, mm -hmm. and they would say how oh this this what you see, you know, um, illustrates some something about your personality. And I think people don't and one of the one of the things i've seen a lot of people comment on who are not artists is they they're really afraid of um looking stupid for liking something or not liking something or not okay. understanding it and like yeah that's a vulnerable thing to stare at some like orange square and be like i don't get it yeah well why, why don't you get it <laughs> you know like and maybe that's also 
a part of community because we as artists, we should educate them and say, it's fine when you feel like this. And we, we tell them what it's all about. And it's about communication. And it's mm -hmm. about bringing something new into someone else's life, maybe. Um, just being open. And I think art can be really cultivating humanity by creating it, by looking at it. And I really thought about that. That's very... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say what this reminds me of is a, a practice session. I, I got certified in Reiki. I guess I'm a Reiki level two or whatever. And one of the parts of it, of the, our training was to just explore the energy and the feeling mm -hmm. and how and how it translates to you. And that was such a strange experience. And I kind of want to take the same message that she said about trying to feel energy and trying to experience it as you would for art because you were just supposed to like what what are you feeling and what does it do you you know what do you notice what is you what are you noticing in your body what is you know what is this you know and and sensations are different for everybody and it was just so um validating because I was just like uh, I was still pretty skeptical skeptical i'm like is is this just in my head is this actually somebody's energy i'm feeling and if i feel it if, am i making it up you know and like and and now that we're talking about it it's like i would like to like just take somebody on like a on a feeling session like by staring at some art I'm like we're gonna look at this and now you know do you feel hot or cold do you feel an emotion and why you know we don't need to see why just just acknowledge that it's there and it, like i feel like you know, like, I think you could get, you can use art to get in touch with your body just yeah. by. And you know what that reminds me of? I've, I've been, um, I had this, yeah, it was kind of a, kind of a mastermind with Val. We wanted to talk about it anyway. So yeah. um, it was about um, deep, uh, yeah, deep looking at, uh, deeply looking at art. I don't know how to explain it. So each turn someone would show their art and the other people would just really take it in and really deeply look at it and then talk about it from a perspective like I this reminds me of I fear this and it was so intense the showing was intense and the looking at this artwork was so intense and you entered this world of, of the it was so amazing because then you when you looked at something like you it wasn't like oh I don't like that I don't like the color. It was just yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to really look at it and just open up to it and be vulnerable. And what does, how does it speak to me? And that was amazing. It was really amazing. It was, I, I think the taking in was even more exhausting than the showing. And that was, that was some, that taught me something. That Interesting. Is, yeah. Looking at this, not with your, I don't know, with your, um, everyday mind like I don't like it I don't like it whoever I don't like the color you know you have all these beliefs and when you really drop that and just you stand there and you open up and it was really something that taught me a lot and so showing my work was also very intense because sometimes it was different people saw something different it was all the same it was all in there and that really um showed me how diverse it is and how much of a communication it is to create art and to look at it and to have it in this world because um yeah that was yeah. amazing yeah that makes me think of a uh conversation i had with an artist she was looking for critiquing and she had she was doing a um street scene and she was she's 
pretty beginner and she was asking you know what what was wrong with it and what could she do better and like I looked at it and I loved it and if you look at it from a you know reality perspective it was it was a total mess <laughs> you know perspective was was wrong and she's you know wrong for double perspectives and 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 scale was wrong everywhere and and all these things in this comparison and so I, I gave her some pointers of how to you know go around and, and build your drawing to be accurate and everything but I was really like don't like what I loved is like she had put you know and I I hope I got this across now that you're talking about it, but it's like I really hope she got the idea that, you know, you, she enhanced what she was excited about in this piece, you know, and, and so everything she liked and found interesting of the street scene, she had like brought it and made it larger, brighter, or in a more interesting place. And so it was all completely skewed and completely, you know, technically wrong, but it was so much fun. And like the, the enjoyment of that street was really evident and i was like i hope she i'm gonna have to go back and check my critique and i'm like i hope she understands that <laughs> yeah i mean when you're in an early stage so critique can be very helpful sometimes you have to learn you have to practice that's that's it yeah. but we were all all the artists who, who showed there we were beyond that so we decided yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about critiques so i have to make that clear when you're in, in the and a beginner, then it's, it can be very helpful to have some technical critique as well. But then I think the artist always should point that out. I want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't have to take it seriously. <laughs> to say. But um, yeah, I think that's... And you know what? When I talk about this, maybe that's also some kind of reciprocity when opening up to something. And maybe we should also learn to open up to someone, some other human. I mean, some experience, some life experience, not just to some piece of art and... Honestly, it makes me a bit sad when I think we can't even do that in front of a piece of art. How can we do that in front of someone someone who, whose life experience is totally different from ours? And who, yeah, yeah that makes it, makes it would be such a great way to practice that. To yeah. open up to something and to see what, what, what do I think? Can I drop that? Or what does it mean? What does it tell me? What do I think? <laughs> Just yeah. meet myself there. Um, yeah, maybe that would be yeah. a great way to, and maybe that's also something we, would need to create community that we are able to do this to, yeah. to be ready to be transformed by by this encounter by yeah 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 you're you're actually helping me be more you're kind of validate I like what you're saying because you're kind of validating why art is imp- I, I was kind of in the, kind of lost in the last couple of weeks I've, I've been really feeling that nothing I do matters mm. and so this is really nice to hear because um yeah, I think I think such a powerful part of art is being a, it's this um uh it's a way of detachment mm-hmm. and putting our putting a piece of ourselves like out there and separate oh, from yeah. us to be analyzed and talked about because one of my like what you're what you're making me think of it what one of the things I absolutely love is talking about an art piece especially through the process and transformation Mm -hmm. like if I can take people through it I absolutely love trying to illustrate to people like all right here's where I don't know what's going on and then I got to this place where I hated it because that's what you have to do 
you know, and I, and then this is where I'm questioning every, and then that just brings up something else, you know, oh, I'm just questioning all this stuff about myself and all the doubt. And I hate, you know, I hate this. Now I hate myself. And then I like, I stepped away and, and I, you know, and like, I, I go through this entire emotional, spiritual growing process just by talking about an art piece, you know, and if people get to like, have that invitation to see you know to to kind of apply that to their life like oh you're in this messy situation and then you kind of do this and then da 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 you know and the and like you said the transformation is like art transforms it always goes from crap to something amazing if we just keep at it and you know what i think all this you are talking about when you talk about your art process is what people know. It's because it's not your own personal story. It's our story as human beings in this world, because in, especially in this society, because it's it's difficult to be here. And by talking about this, um, about your art, you invite those people to think about themselves. And, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not just your life. It's ours and it's our shared experience. And you are, as an artist or we as artists, we are able to put that into pictures. Into, yeah. into something beautiful and but I think the underlying themes like loneliness not belonging and this is we share this we all share this yeah. but we as artists we just put it into words and images yeah. and, and suddenly you just explained what artists roles in community is <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's it, you know you could, I, I don't know I'm, I think I'm, I'm more useful community as an artist and as many other things so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel you know I don't I don't know where it's going but like I have this feeling that like I'm like I feel like I am just gonna be like the art therapist and community but I have no credentials for that and so I'm I'm really not feeling like I qualify but I have but then it's also like the storyteller and like, mm -hmm. I feel like in, in, instead of it being so formal with the degrees mm -hmm. of, of therapy, you know, that therapy and, and art therapy has and teacher degrees has, it's more of like, I feel like I'm the village storyteller and oh, I'm telling my story and like every painting is a story. Yeah. You know? And stories can heal. I, I think stories are powerful. Mm. That's why I think that's why I started to write this novel. Yeah, you're writing a novel. I want to tell tell stories, and I want, and this is of course about us now. It's about me, but it's in a story, and it's different. It's it's transformed already, and you, maybe it's easier for for the reader to <laughs> to get close to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, now I have hope again. This is nice. <laughs> Because, yeah, the importance, keep sharing. People. Yeah, show up. Just remember this black sheep gospel, show up. <laughs> yeah. Speak up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would love to, Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we have an idea and we're hoping we can bring it into fruition, but we would kind of like to keep talking about these lists, this mm -hmm. list and referring to community and how, and the how to build it. So, I think it's important to know, you know, like what our role is, you know, mm -hmm. each individual person. Cause like I have a mm -hmm. lot of different roles. I'm a fantastic kitchen helper. 
Like I can help clean. I'm a great at cleaning up. I am great at helping cut up vegetables. I do not lead in the cooking, but I will not ever step on somebody's toes when they want to tell me what to do and it won't offend me what to do. Like I can do that. I can, there's a lot, you know, I've, I've recognized lots of things that I can contribute in a community differently. I'm also quite, I also like the outdoors. I'm not afraid of bugs. So that's, I'm a decent cook, so maybe. (laughs) Ah, so I could be your assistant cook. Exactly, we would create good food and a clean kitchen. (laughs) 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 That would be surely better. Yeah, I think we really have to to look where our talents lie and what we want to do instead of just just thinking what we should do all the time because it doesn't help us. Yeah, yeah. Create a world that... And I really, and I think we talked about this on another episode, but um, another, a friend of mine, we had, she had said something really great is like, you know, community is about sharing the load as well. And so we can't, if we don't have time or the energy or the, you know, the bandwidth to support somebody else, we can't contribute, you know? So the idea is to try to like break up that load a little bit more. And I think that's where we really need to kind of start getting out of this individualism mm-hmm. thing and help you know um i'm trying to think of a another example but yeah if we can yeah find find where our cup is overflowing and contribute that yeah maybe i think we all have to practice community because i'm sure there are some people who take advantage of this <laughs> just go yeah. there put their load onto someone who's just there. I think I think we all need practice. I think you have yeah. to set boundaries. Now I would say when we want to create community, you have to set boundaries. It feels awful, but maybe we have to because no one knows how to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I saw such a great TikTok. We're bringing TikTok in yesterday about um this woman who was, com- was like saying how she had had, or maybe it wasn't TikTok. Anyway, she was saying, how she had gotten to a very difficult place in her life and she'd always had been a helper you know she's always been the she's always been the person helping others and then when it came to her difficulties she found out she was just alone like mm-hmm. all the people that that she had given so much to couldn't didn't have the capacity or the time to to help her in her time of need and she was extremely disappointed uh, you know uh, to be fair and it was interesting, the comments, you know, who are trying to help her kind of get gain perspective was like, well, you know, do you notice that the people you gravitate towards are those who need more help? And if you feel like you are only, you know, contributing to a relationship because you have something to give, you know, why would these people, if they need so much, why would they ever have something to give back, you know, if they're in the in need. And it was really fascinating and um, sad to, make, to have that lesson. Maybe that's reciprocity. Yeah. I still think, and I keep thinking that when I have issues, my own mental issues, I, I don't want to go out there and put it onto someone else. I don't want anyone to solve this for me, but I do, I sit at home and do this myself by journaling. But when, and when I go out there, so I, I, I don't have to throw all of it onto someone. Right. But maybe I want someone to witness me, to just talk about it for for ten minutes or for half an hour. You know, that's 
That's how I see this. That's all I need. I don't want someone to be my therapist. Yeah, yeah. We have to learn this because in this world, we are not seen. We are not validated. And I, I can understand that some people really take the advantage of this when someone is a people pleaser. And says, yeah, okay, yeah. This. So, but this is not reciprocity. This is all, yeah. it's just, maybe it's all yeah, coping strategies we have. <laughs> they somehow fit together in a very un, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm good way <laughs> what the community I really really loved is where you and I met at our um co-working group and mm-hmm. one of my favorite my favorite days of the week was the co-working session where every person want who wanted to show up would come with a problem mm-hmm. and they had like two minutes to talk about their problem and then there was like what seven eight eight ten minutes or something I don't know how the timing was but everyone got the exact same amount of time oh. to vent and put their ask out and then the other community the rest of the community had the same amount of time to give back and offer solutions and advice and the the problem solving and the support and this and like I was always so lit up after those meetings because like I was gaining everybody seemed like I related to everybody else's kind of problems that they're bringing to the table and then people so when the solutions came in like I was being given solutions and then I was then and then my brain just I just absolutely love problem solving especially if I'm not emotionally attached to it so like all like I was just filled with ideas and all of a sudden I just felt like the most creative (laughs) person to be able to to just flow into that and oh my I like I want that again (laughs) so bad I think that's also on our list that seen and be seen (laughs) yeah 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 see and be seen yeah I think that's it that's what what and I was in this oh maybe I should share how it shouldn't be I was did I speak about this art course I was part of I think I I know you did early on I know you've spoken about it early on so it's been quite a while and I know we've talked about it but yeah you can always you we can always share it was awful. So I bought this course and we were, I don't know, I think we were less than 10 people, maybe eight or so. And this woman who uh, helped the, the course, she was, oh gosh, there was, she didn't see me. She didn't validate me. She had her, I don't know, she had some two or three she really preferred and she was always talking to them and she never spoke to me. There were meetings, weekly meetings, and I was never approached, never. It was never, what, not a single, not even a high. And that's something that doesn't work. And I paid for this. And that's not how you create community. And when you have your favorites, so you can't do that. And that's yeah, really yeah. Quite aw- that made me feel awful because I wasn't seen. It wasn't shared. There <laughs> was no reciprocity. Yeah. It sounds to me like she had an idea of what, uh, she had an expectation of what an art artist was and what would be what to add and what to in the beginning she told me oh your instagram profile you don't have much to offer because you don't have that many followers <laughs> oh gosh in that moment i thought oh shit i already paid for it <laughs> i mean that was yeah. really bad so this happened so there are people so she liked she liked artists who had bigger followers absolutely so i wasn't an artist in her eyes even though yeah. I, paid, I paid for that course but I mean yeah just it, it, sometimes it just doesn't doesn't work out it's interesting slightly different uh it's so interesting to me what the definition of an artist is yeah. when you start to talk to people and it's so yeah. funny how many 
how, first of all, how wildly different it is. And then what people personally think of themselves if they qualify as an artist or not. And then what other people see someone as qualifying qualifying as an artist or not. And I love it and hate it because it's, it's so disappointing oftentimes. But it's also very enlightening about how completely random and un, un, predict, not, unattainable <laughs> And I think this also fits with community because I think this woman never, ever looks at anything I ever did. She, when, I know when I talked to her, she couldn't manage to open my website. And I think she never, ever seen anything I ever created. <laughs> so yeah. she really based her judgment <laughs> on, my, on, my, on my meager following on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty sad, isn't it? And I think, yeah. um, I think when it comes to community, we should really look at someone, at the person who's standing in front of us. What does this person do instead of just judging? And we should be curious. Maybe that's also something. Should be, yeah. be curious about what someone else does instead of just judging. Oh, she's always she's. I'm sure she has a rich dad and he pays for everything. Maybe that's not true. Do you know what's true? Yeah, um, yeah. Questioning, curiosity and questioning, I'm realizing, especially after, this is one of them, them, uh, you know, post, post pandemic realizations Mm -hmm. is like curiosity and is, is a huge, is really lacking. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I feel like everybody knows exactly how it is and how the world works and what's going on and there's no questioning it and that's just it and, and. And then they just look for the proof to show what they what they want to to you know to show how right they are. And there's no exploration, and and it's a very limited world when you yeah, they, don't it's, explore. It's we should get back into that. That's, that's yeah, our title. Exploring. <laughs> exploring. <laughs> yeah, we're we're exploring. Like, what are you questioning? What are you discovering? What are you? you know what perspective of your own are you you know evaluating and and what new perspectives are are there that you've never even thought of or considered like that's my question and you know what that brings me to one small thing i think it's not just the art when i i don't know if you experienced it as well when i i don't know just in the neighborhood when i go to to a party or gathering or whatever no one ever talks to me about me being an artist what it actually is what I'm yeah. working on, I, I, I don't expect someone to ask me, and I, I, I don't know, I just talk about it for hours, but no one ever asks what that actually is. So I think they all have their judgment about this. Yeah. And they're, not, they're not even able to ask. I mean, it's it's very harmless to be an artist. Honestly, it's nothing dangerous. And no one ever asks. Just And I realize maybe that seems to be so difficult for people. And how on earth can we manage to live on this very dangerous planet <laughs> that really makes me just imagine it. i don't know when when you meet someone who says i'm an artist and you just switch topics that's weird isn't it yeah yeah well and this i mean and that's i think that's a really good indication there because they have a definition of what an artist is yeah. and whatever it is they're not interested exactly <laughs> and no one's ready to explore what mm-hmm. it actually is and if there is something in it for them yeah yeah that's the one you know this is 
another on one, I feel like the opposite, not the opposite, but like, I feel like a contradicting word for artists is logic. <laughs> it's not true. And I don't know. And I, I just thought that it's like, I feel like the people who really value, like I'm a logical linear thinker, mm -hmm. then art is just dumb. And like, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> and I think uh, our communities, our society would benefit when we open up to what art can be not th this one definition we have now but maybe i'm here i'm here at this party and i'm an artist i'm my own artist you can ask me <laughs> not showing me some pictures of some artist you saw and tell me about what some other artist told you it's yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah the whole uh oh yeah don't get me started <laughs> I think that's also something. So it's very difficult to create community when people are not interested in each other. That's maybe that's also when you're not genuinely interested in in someone else it makes it difficult to create community. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, I feel like we're in a good spot to mm -hmm. kind of wrap up with any. Takeaways or last minute thoughts or questions? I like the questions I I just I just wrote down. What does it mean to you to be an artist? Mm -hmm. Or what does artist mm -hmm. mean to you? Yeah, um, that seems to be so di di different. It's very <laughs> different. It's it's a very yeah. It's a very different word. <laughs> yeah, but it seems to me that creating community is really not so, it it's not just about joining a community. I think it's practice, practicing how to create community, not just, I think we all have to, because <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, yeah. So let's figure out how we can, and, and my thing, I haven't worked it out yet, but like I keep thinking about, you know, the artists in the community is a, is a and I think of the villages, Mm -hmm. you know and um i feel like it's too i feel like i'm being too high and mighty about it by thinking of them as the shaman like the spiritual there's the shaman is the, like the spiritual advisor of the community mm -hmm. and that's not and then you got the storyteller who's kind mm -hmm. of the entertainer but lessons so and then you've got the artist was there the art village artists making everything pretty? I don't. What did they? Yeah, maybe it is really where the material meets the immaterial. Maybe that's it has to do with. Oh yeah, our quote and... cultivating mm. humanity. Hmm. Well, maybe that's it. So that's what we do. Maybe not in that department, like a shaman. Maybe a shaman heals. It's a bit different, but we do it in everyday life. Mm -hmm. That's. To prevent that you have some, that you have yeah. to go through the shame. And so when you have art everywhere, you don't, I don't know, yeah. on, on a daily yeah. basis, maybe. Well, I think what's interesting to me with this, the, the shaman idea is like how, you know, a lot of people nowadays looking at it from a, from a modern perspective are like, well, the shaman was often, you know, a mentally ill oh, yeah. person. You know, maybe they were schizophrenic or something, and this is just how the 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 group interpreted the spiritual world was they used mm -hmm. this person who they couldn't understand. And then I was like, but and that's 
and it's interesting to me, like how many artists have mental illness mm-hmm. or are you know are neurodivergent, and so I'm like, it still has something the connection, even though it's not so well trained as and specific specific as like you know spiritual leader. But I don't know. I really I really like exploring that connection. I think you're right. Maybe that's our way into the immaterial. We have to somehow connect to it. Have to. And I feel like I feel like my art is very much fueled by my experience, also in coma and all that I lived through. It's 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 part of that. It's not just a technique. It's not just mm. the skill of putting paint on a surface. It's so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so. I guess we will call it a call it a wrap and I'll see you next week. Do we have another idea of what to topic for next week or we'll just like we'll figure just, it out again? Go with the flow, who knows? <laughs> Sometimes we have a plan. Today we had no plan and it was just a really fun time to explore. So all right. But I'm sure we will explore community a bit more and being an artist in a community and what it means. Oh, yeah, I don't ever. Yeah, I just want to keep this conversation going. Mm -hmm. It's so fascinating to me. Awesome. All right. Well, then, till next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.